Welcome back to Dead Rat Pizza. This is uh, Ryan's Red Vox. There she goes. Yo. I'm going to do another shot before we get started. Mm. Oh, man. Ah, that is good whiskey. My uh, my roommate and her boyfriend got me a bottle. You're not going to know what any of this is. Probably Ryan. Uh, Angel's Envy Bourbon. No. It is very, very good. Uh, not meant to be shot. It's meant to be sipped. Uh, but it's the only it's the only whiskey I have right now. All right. So, well, Godspeed. Yeah. Generally, you want to shoot the cheap shit and sip the sip the good shit. But uh, you know, might as well treat ourselves during the Rona. So that was a good part one. I haven't had M on in a show in a long time. Nah. It's a good time. Uh, but of course, it is going to get crazier now. This is the episode that nobody listens to. So yeah. I might sneeze. Uh, the sneezes are coming on. And oh, you know no. what that means. It means that I have a, a disease. So let's take a look at the outline. Um, I There's a lot of stuff that we didn't get to uh, because I talked about wrestling too much. So let me go back to the top. Oh, Jesus. Oh, there's a great clip. Uh, I used to work at a place called Great Clips, by the way. Oh God! Mm. Uh, I think I'm right? gonna, yeah, I'm gonna be fine. I'm just kind of my body is trying to sneeze and hiccup at the same time, and it's just not agreeing on which direction to go in. Uh, so this is a video I saw on Facebook. Um, let me. Hopefully, it's still up. So this is. I think this might be from an Amazon strike, uh, which, as we talked about last time, I'm fully in support of people striking right now. Fucking solidarity. I'm a union member. I definitely want everybody to get the protection and uh, rates that they believe they deserve. Uh, one thing that has been disappointing me is uh, some of the some of the demands I don't think are are, are crazy enough. Like some of the demands people people are are putting forces that they just want protective gear and it's like no protective gear and more money. But you know, they're going to fight their own battles and I just I'm going to support them. Uh but this I believe Yeah, man. I, be- uh, I was just going to say it's one of the basics in negotiation. You you at least try to start with something high if even if it was high cuz I I don't want to say that they don't deserve higher rates, but I'm just saying you start high, you know? Well, but also if it comes down to that the workers, if that's not one of the terms that they want to negotiate, that's not me to judge them. If all the, if they're totally happy with what they're making and they just want face masks provided, then, you know, that's, that's what their uh, terms are, and I respect that. I uh, hate the man, and I always ask for more money. I once... I once threatened to quit a Domino's and take the other managers with with me if we didn't all get raises. Uh, we did get raises, but they weren't as high as we were asking for. So that's why you always ask for more. Uh, but uh, this is a clip from uh, presumably a report on uh, a strike. They should not be selling non-essential items. If you go on the website, all the essential items are, are sold out. Until you restock and until you close this building, shut it down. 
Dildos are not uh, essential items. Books for kids, yes, but dildos? No. <laughs> I love that guy. And what's so funny is I want to play that again. Um, until you restock and until you close this building, shut it down. So I guess what he's saying is that the building should be shut down because they're all out of essential items and they're being forced to go work when people are ordering what he deems non-essential items. Dildos right. are not uh, essential items. <laughs> you said he says that. You hear one of the reporters go. It's <laughs> 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 just killing me. <laughs> oh, man. Dildos? Come on. Oh, man. I don't have a lot to say about it. I just really wanted to play that clip because I think it's funny. Well. So. Uh. What else do I have? Uh, oh, this was something that I had mentioned to M and you, but it didn't come up. So what I've seen a lot lately is the, it's a list of nine things and it says pick three. The other three don't get to exist anymore. And I've seen it with fast food. I've seen it with movies. I've seen it with video games. I think it'd be fun to do the video game one. Um, but then we can also talk about why we uh, chose those video games and why they're important to us. All right, let's do it. Now, this is just one of many that I've seen. This isn't the only one. This is just one of many. Uh, I'm going to, if the tweet would load, that would be great. I'm going to share it with you, Ryan, in the chat or in the uh, the Discord. For some reason, it's not loading for me, but it looks like the picture loaded in the Discord. Discord, so that's good enough. Uh, so for people listening, which is all of you, because we don't do video, uh, the games are Super Mario World, Chrono Trigger, uh, Link to the Past, Castlevania, is that two four. or three? Four? That's four. Mario Kart, Super Metroid, Donkey Kong 2, Final Fantasy... Six. Six, and Yoshi's Island. Sorry, the picture's very small, and I can't uh, read some of these. I'm going to let you go first, Ryan. Um, what's uh, well, let's let's do one at a time. What's what's one game of 3 that you would pick and why? Well, right off the bat, Super Metroid is one game that I need to exist forever and ever because no matter what, that game has this infinite playability and infinite ways you can play it. And it's so crazy. I love watching like speedrunners play that game too. The tricks, it, it just it totally changed gaming in terms of how people approach world building simply because of how well it's designed. Even if like a lot of things weren't initially intended, mm -hmm. like some of the crap and the route breaking stuff, oh, it's magnifique. I've never played it. Shocking. What? Um, or I have and I don't remember playing it. I I had a Super Nintendo when I didn't have a job, Ryan. My family was very poor, so I had. I mean, of the of the games that are listed right here, I think I've only owned uh, four of them. I had Super Mario World, Mario Kart, Yoshi's Island, and Donkey Kong Two. I've never played Castlevania. I've never played that Final Fantasy game. I don't think I've played Metroid. I borrowed Legend of Zelda. 
and I've only played Chrono Trigger because I bought it on the DS, and I haven't played the whole game. So I just I had very limited access to video games. Rosa said Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy Six Yoshi's Island. Uh, yes, that's that's the video game, Final Fantasy Six Yoshi's Island. Um, this one is tough because I I I, I was wondering so. I don't know what the rules of this are. So if let's say I pick Final Fantasy, uh, or let's say I don't pick Final Fantasy VI, which I'm not going to, does that mean that every game after that doesn't exist? That is also what I was wondering. Like, because if, if me picking Final Fantasy VI means that I get Final Fantasy IX, or the reverse, if not picking Final Fantasy VI means I don't get Final Fantasy IX... That would affect my choices a lot differently. Uh, my my inclination, just going down the list in order, Super Mario World uh, for sure is going to be one of my picks, uh, and it's just because it's it's a game that I've I've been playing since it came out. I've never gotten bored of it. There's always new things to discover. Like uh, there's, you know, like did you know that you could change the season in that game? Yes. You know, and like, there's always levels that I've never beaten. Like all of the, well, the secret JP, levels. That's because you're bad at it, bro. And because they're hard. Oh, sir. All right, whatever. You know, there's just there's stuff in that game that I still have not accomplished, even as an adult. And cease. Uh, uh, <laughs> fuck you, Ryan. Um, I I just I'll I'll always love that game. It's it's responsible for. Uh, a lot of uh, future games as well. And actually, you know what? I think the logic that I said about a game not being able to exist if you get rid of it, I, I don't think that that applies because the own graph breaks that logic. Because if I don't pick Super Mario World, but I can pick Super Mario World 2, that means that that's not a rule that applies. Yeah, this is weird that there's two Super Mario Worlds here, but sir. I, I, I think somebody just picked their nine favorite games. Well, that's kind of funny. Cause I was thinking if I get to annihilate a series from existence, I would love, I would enjoy knocking Mario Kart from this uh, world. Yeah. You don't like Mario Kart. Yeah. Listen, man, there was a time once upon a time before Mario Kart, <sighs> anything after super where I was a happy person. But then, then you start playing these games and you want to like beat them at their hardest level. And they're so bullshit. So mad. Fucking blue cells. (laughs) Fuck this shit, dude. You know, I would almost use that logic and not pick Yoshi's Island, even though that is one of, that's one of the ones I'm going to pick. But if that meant that the terrible Yoshi's Island sequels never got made, it might be worth it. Uh, Ryan, what's your second game that you'd pick? I'm looking at Chrono Trigger. Yeah? Yeah. Because, and we're going to be saying this a lot. Infinitely well, replayable? Yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely, especially for when it came out, unique there's something about the way that um the story and the scenes play out 
that is still something I don't get from other RPGs. Like, I don't know, there's uh, animations happening all the time, and you can move around a bit. It was very interesting for a sprite RPG, and I'm a sucker for time travel stories. What can I say? I just realized I bamboozled myself. Oh. I'm changing my answer. Oh. Super Mario World can suck my dick. Okay. Because. Why? Because that means that I would have to pick between my other two. I have too many that I want to pick is the problem. So I'm going to trade Super Mario World for Super Mario World 2. Because I think that Yoshi's Island is a much more entertaining game. Uh, I like that there's so many different Yoshis. I like that they make the levels. Uh, they they have different goals in the levels, so you can you can beat a level without 100%ing a level, and that's something that I got really addicted to. Because uh, you have to in every level, you have to collect five stars, or not five stars, five flowers, twenty stars, and eight red coins. And that is very hard to do in some levels. There's some levels that I haven't accomplished that in. Most of the game I've been able to 100%. Weren't the stars just for your timer on, like, if you get hit and you have to get Baby Mario, dude? They are, but there's also a max number of stars. And if you max out your star counter, then it um, it's considered um, it's part of the, the percentage that you get when you beat each level. Uh, I liked that game a lot because of the art style. I fell in love with the art style. It was very like watercolor, crayony. Um, I thought the boss fights were really unique and fun. I liked that y- they gave Yoshi a personality. I didn't like that Mario screamed like a bitch, but <coughs> that's that's only gonna happen if you suck at the game. Uh, but there's just like there's so many more. I talked about. Ooh, Super Mario World, there's all these secrets. There's a lot more secrets in Yoshi's Island. Um, uh, you know, and, and, and if you... I, it might only be in the Game Boy Advanced version, but I know that in one of the versions of the game, if you do 100% everything, you unlock new levels uh, per map, which is really cool. And those levels are really, really hard, and I haven't beaten them, but... This is interesting because I would say that Super Mario World Two is harder than one, JP. And yeah. You're gonna sit there and tell me that you um you can't do one. You think that two is harder than one? Absolutely. Maybe it's because I used a uh, uh save states. <laughs> oh. I beat Yoshi's Island on an emulator. I mean, I also had the game, and I beat it as a child, but I 100%ed all these levels as an adult with uh, save states. So, touch fuzzy, get dizzy? How can we not love that? There's a level where Yoshi gets drunk. It's called yes. Dead Rat Pizza. He's my guest on the next episode. What well, Now, what would be your second I pick? guess, yeah, now I have to pick a second pick. Um... I guess I'll go, it doesn't matter what order. Legend of Zelda Link to the Past is going to be my second pick because I love Zelda. Zelda is an instrumental part of me becoming a video game uh, fan. 
Link to the Past, while I've never beaten the game, it's something that I have trouble putting down. Every couple of years, I pick it up, and uh, it's just I love how colorful the world is. I love the music. Uh, I, I it's just it's got a charm to it that it, I don't see in a lot of video games, and that's part of why I have so much fondness for the Super Nintendo era. It's because the games were very charming. Whereas now I just I don't get attached to video game characters in the same way that say like Final Fantasy IX, like those characters mean something to me. And like Cloud and, and Tifa and Eris and all those. Whereas when like when I play Gears of War, I don't care about Marcus Felix. And I don't know why that is. Maybe he just looks too much like me because I'm ripped like Marcus Felix. Uh-huh. <laughs> is that yeah. his name? <laughs> Uh, I know there's a character named Marcus, but, <laughs> uh, you know, like maybe it's hard when Dom's husband, Dom's husband, Dom's wife gets executed by her husband. It's hard for me to, to <laughs> like reconcile with a little bit. Wasn't that, wasn't that like something they talked about in Fast Karate? Oh yeah. Yeah. That was in, that was uh, Fast Karate when they played Gears Award 2 and they're like, holy shit, Dom just killed his wife. <sighs> yeah, that's how I know about that. Uh, you know, even and he does it for no it. reason. Like his yeah. his wife was kidnapped, and then he saves her, and he's like, "Ah, she's broken. I'm gonna get a new one." <laughs> he just blows her head off. <laughs> oh no! Like Jesus Christ, dude! And then Marcus is like, "Dumb, it's gonna be okay." <laughs> And he's like, yeah, bro, I know. <laughs> like, you didn't have to do that. You live in a world where technology is so advanced that you were able to put chainsaws on your gun. You don't think that maybe there's like an outpatient procedure that can fix your wife's brain trauma? Fuck. Nah, she's gone, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's done. Get a new wife. <laughs> it's so fucked Listen. up. Have you heard of this thing called anime? They got infinite wives. <laughs> infinite wives? Oh, man. Yeah, Dom just... It was just an excuse for him to marry his fuck pillow. I need one of those. Uh, but, yeah, Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past, and, you know, what what came after that is just... It's too too deeply ingrained in me being a video game player. Gotta Gotta keep it. What's your what's your final game? Or did yeah, you did Metroid and Chrono Trigger. That's right. And I'm thinking this is a hard one. Cause, you know okay, first of all, never played Final Fantasy Six until we got it as Final Fantasy Six in the West. So that's say I did not play Final Fantasy Three. <laughs> um but you know, I want to pick Zelda or Mario World Wine or Six because Six I have a lot of respect for in terms of just like when I look at that game, uh, I love the story of Six. But I do think there is a bit of a setback in the game in the later half. I don't want to talk about it too much. But I, I, that might also have been the limitations of the technology they have. They couldn't flesh out the stories that much. Mario World and Zelda, I did finish as a child. And 
both are very important to me. Man, it's tough. Uh, my heart says I should pick Mario World, but yeah, fuck it, Mario World. I mean, we you you kind of hit on those things earlier, except you know I I did beat the game and you know found all the exits. You got the shitty Goombas. Yeah, I got the city Goombas and the city Koopas and the city Balloompas. I got them all. I like that they like. Uh, what's the word? retroactively retconned the name of the shitty Goombas in Super Mario World. I forget what they're called now, but they're like Goombozos or something stupid. Kaboom-boom. Kaboom-boom. I'm going Donkey Kong 2. I do like the other games. Mario Kart I can live without. I haven't played a Mario Kart in a long time. Final Fantasy VI I've never played. Castlevania I've never played. Uh, Chrono Trigger, I played like two hours of and got bored. I gotta go Donkey Kong because I it's I don't even really know how to put it into words, but Donkey Kong Two has always been one of my favorite video games, and I it must come down to the excitement of getting it. Uh, for it was either a birthday or Christmas or whatever, but I remember getting that game and staying up super late playing it in my mom's room. Super late was probably nine o'clock. <laughs> huh. Let's be fair. She's not going to let me play a video game till three in the morning. Uh, but I remember playing that and then getting the gold uh, boom box that we talked about on a previous episode. And it's just being this like, cause I really liked Donkey Kong uh, country one, but Donkey Kong country two was just like everything, but better. And uh, it was bigger. It was, it looked better. It was harder. Donkey Kong 3 sucked. Can blow me. No one bought that game. But uh, Donkey Kong Country 2. Love it. Yeah. No, it is. I just didn't play that game until much later and has a significantly uh, less of an impact on me than I know it does other people. So... Yeah, I just, I yeah, I think it really does come down to what did we grow up <laughs> playing? Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I didn't grow up with <clears throat> Final Fantasy III. Uh, why do I do that? <laughs> um, yeah, so I think that was a fun little exercise. There, there was one that I saw with fast food, and everyone was picking Cracker Barrel. And <laughs> Cracker Barrel, fast food? I don't know. Or maybe it was like sit-down restaurants. It was like Cracker Barrel and fucking like Applebee's. Applebee's can eat my ass. Yeah, Apple, excellent. Fucking Applebee's. I've never been to a Cracker Barrel. That must be a uh, regional thing. Really? Because I've traveled across the country and seen multiple. Like the last time I remember seeing one... Ooh, where did my where did I wreck my car? Actually, I'm trying to remember. Oh, I I vaguely remember this. Uh, shit! I was on my way to Ohio, and I wrecked somewhere, and wherever that state is, I can't remember. But I remember I had stayed at a hotel the night before and went to a Cracker Barrel to eat dinner. This is why I'm trying to remember, but I <laughs> can't. Um. 
So this was a story that came up with my mom. Fortunately, it doesn't involve me touching any dicks. Uh, I told this story, I think, on a Whiskey Thursday, but uh, a few episodes ago, I don't remember how long ago, my mom just brought this up, that I was I was telling a story about a friend who was jacking off and put a shampoo pump into his urethra. Oh, Jesus, dude, no. And God. then he squeezed it down no nope. pressed down shut up <laughs> and uh he, he said that the resulting pain was so extreme but he was worried that if he got soft that it would be worse so he continued jerking off while trying to pull this out of his penis ah oh, please dude um and he eventually got it out why would what is what is wrong with people why is this a thing? I can't. I just every month in my life. I have to hear something about somebody's urethra. <laughs> Wait, what? Did I? Oh, fuck. I just like I can't imagine the thought process of one. Let's put this pump into my dick. Two. What if I pump it? I mean, that's just such, yeah. like such a blatant disregard for physics. <laughs> physics, one thing, but like physics. I mean, that's not for things to go in; it's for things to come out. I mean, some people like to sound, and I'm, you know, stop. No, <laughs> I'm not here to judge somebody's sounding experience. <clears throat> uh, but. You know, I, I've i done weird things to my penis. I've put it into frosting. I've put it into a VCR. I have put it in between my mattress and box spring before to try to simulate what it feels like to be inside of a woman. It doesn't feel like yeah. that. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Uh, but I never... You know, there was there was a time where I was always searching for the perfect bottle. It turns out it's very hard to find a bottle that you can fit your dick in. My friend decided to go the opposite approach to try to fit something in his dick. Was that a cat that just howled? What was that? Yes, that was one of my cats. Oh my god. They're as upset with this story as I am. But... So that story's already been told. But a story that hasn't been told in a long time was one of the other crazy things that he did. We went through a phase where we were, we were just telling each other all of our crazy stories. Um, he once got caught downloading pornography. His parents found the porn and naturally um, he got grounded. Or they threatened to ground him. And we've been through this. I got grounded multiple times for pornography. Um, my friend uh, also was was facing this. And he, he, he came up with this brilliant plan to try to get out of being grounded. Rosa said fish dicks. Fish dicks. Nice. <laughs> got him. Uh, he came up with this brilliant plan 
to tell his parents that the reason he was downloading porn was because he was gay. He thought that this would get him out of being grounded. (laughs) So he, he downloaded, uh, it was blowjob porn, probably POV blowjob porn. And he told his mom and dad that he was gay. He was confused and he was downloading it to look at the guys. And then he breaks down crying in front of his parents. uh, Wow. You know, I got caught, but I I never applied this stuff, dude. (laughs) He got, he, he didn't get grounded. They felt bad for him. But something that I go on. I was going to ask what happened. Well, I don't know. Something that I never asked him, and at this point I haven't talked to him in so long, <laughs> if I just called him like, hey, you remember that time you told your parents you liked penis so you didn't get grounded? How did that work out? <laughs> I don't, you know, I, I'm i not going to call this guy. But I wonder how long he was gay after that. How long he was gay. That's a very <laughs> interesting question. I mean, because I, I know that he's not. Or he's at least, I, I don't want to discount the fact that he could be bisexual, pansexual, etc. But I know that he is currently married to a woman. So, how long was he gay to his parents before he's like, ah, just kidding. Gotcha. Ah. <laughs> I pranked you. Pranked you. I was straight the whole time, you dumb bitch. Because that's like, you know, like that's a con that maybe in the moment's going to work, but eventually you're going to want to bring your girlfriend home. Um, yes. And, you know, what's going to happen? You bring her over and your mom's like, oh, is this one of your girlfriends? And it's like, well, yeah, but she means like how she means her girlfriends. And then she's like, oh, uh, so you guys talk about boys together? <laughs> what? <laughs> huh? What you talking about, Ma? Yeah, so I just, you know, I don't know how that worked out. But uh, that's something I thought about. Another thing that, um, so there's a few pastors out there that have been blaming the coronavirus on uh, people being gay. Uh, Hilariously, one of those people got the virus. (laughs) But... What I what I wanted to explore about that, I mean, one obviously that's ridiculous. Um, but even the argument for it doesn't make sense because well, how could it? Because people have been gay for a long time, Ryan. Exactly. So, like, what I just I can't imagine in my head trying to justify that as like a really extreme conservative Christian is like, yeah, virus is probably because of the gays. Well, what it comes down to, and people say this all the time, is that people become so self-absorbed with trying to justify any truth that they deem. Mm-hmm. To be like correct, like oh, gay is bad, coronavirus is bad. These two are together. Therefore, anything that I concoct is like real, 
Like they, they, if if they could think it through, maybe they wouldn't arrive at this kind of bizarre conclusion. But you know, they're not. Well, I'm just imagining the Bible passage that's like, "All right, being gay is against the rules." Um, I know that I make the rules, and I made you guys, but uh, gays off the table. Yep. I'm a little sleepy. So it's like a footnote. Like, so I'm going to deal with this in 2020. Uh, I'm going to make a virus. It's going to kill a lot of people. Um, But until then, could you just kind of be mean to gay people? Can you make legislation that hurts them? Uh, If you see them out in public being happy and not hurting anybody, uh, I want you to call them names, maybe throw stuff at them. I'll come with the death virus, but I just, yeah, I have some other shit I need to do first. I just like, I don't know what the justification for that thought process is. Like it's 2020 dog. (sighs) Yeah. I don't understand it either, dude. For a while, if they try to get married, I don't want you to make them cakes. Oh, that was the thing, wasn't it? (laughs) Yes. But death virus, you'd also think that in the thought process of a you know very conservative, hyper-conservative Christian, if this was punishment, wouldn't they be the only ones getting sick? You think so? It just doesn't. It doesn't make sense to me. But I've also hate seen is it it logical. In... Yeah, 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 yeah. But then they're like, oh, we're all being punished because we permitted this. Oh, because we exist. allowed it. Oh, well, but even then, okay, so gay marriage was made legal in what, like 2008, 2009? So he still had to brainstorm for 10 years? Yeah, he's like, God God had to sit down, knock some ideas around. I'm going to be, I'm really mad about this. You're going to regret it. But I'm going jet skiing with my boys this weekend. I'll I'll play golf. That happened to me in high school. Um, somebody created a plague because of me. No, I had a, a rich kid. His name was Max. Uh, he came up to me. <laughs> it was actually really mean. I think I've talked about this on an episode recently. He, um, him and his buddy Joel would make fun of me all the time. And, uh, one day I found, uh, Joel or Max's planner, like school planner. And I wrote a bunch of plans to remember to have sex with Joel in it <laughs> which <laughs> it's not that funny just like March 7th remember to give Joel a rim job uh, well, hey. okay. <laughs> Max didn't find that funny and he, he came to approach me in the, the locker area with a group of his friends and he, th- oh. he, he threatened to kick my ass uh, me foolishly was not afraid of this boy and uh, he slapped me in the face and I slapped him back I should have punched him you know regrets were made that day um, I mean yeah you, you go went for the gut I should have I should have knocked him the fuck out but because he slapped me in the face I don't even remember why he slapped me but he slapped me in the face and like I instantly slapped him back. It was just like a uh, uh, what do you call it? Like thing response. 
if reaction? I, yeah, it was like an instant reaction. To, I'll do the same thing back to you. Um, but so I slap him, and then all of his friends are like, "Ooh, oh, Max, you got to get him now! Come on, you got to get him! You got to beat oh, his ass, man!" And he says to me, "If I wasn't going." snowmobiling with my dad this weekend and didn't want to get grounded it would be over for you wow i can't imagine the more privileged privileged <laughs> sentence just, what what are the funniest i was like yeah okay and um we became friends after that somehow how did he find out it was you who wrote these things? Oh, he wasn't stupid. He ta- he taunted me every fucking day. So, of course, I'm going to fight back. Um, but, yeah, after that, we became cool. I think because he realized that, like, I wasn't going to put up with his shit. Like, I'm not necessarily strong. I don't think I would have won a fight. But I'm also, like, I'm Henri, I guess. You're you're ornery. I don't know if I would do this now. Ornery. Ornery. But the fact was that him and Joel would always try to bully me, and I would always fight back, and it never worked out in their favor. And maybe they realized that that was just bad bully PR. Bad bully PR. Well, because like there was one time that Joel, we were waiting to get our class rings in the auditorium for some reason. Joel was sitting in the same row as me and my friend. And Joel tries to block us from getting through. And I picked up, he puts his foot up against one of the, um, like, because the, it's like a, an auditorium with like movie style seats. So he puts his foot on the next uh, seat of fr- in front of us to block me from getting through. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Let us through, Joel. And he's just like, fuck you. And I picked his leg up and threw it on the ground. And then he stands up. Mind you, Joel is a foot shorter than me. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> was well, like, how tall are you actually? I'm six one. He might not be a whole foot, but he's pr- noticeably shorter than me. He just has money. He just has money. I threw him back into his chair, <laughs> and all of his friends are like, "Come on, Joel! Come on, Joel! Get up! Beat his ass!" I'm like, "Yeah, come on, Joel! What are you gonna do?" He did not get back up. It kind of sounds like it was I just mean, bored, if- rich people. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. Why did they mess with you? I don't Why know. Because I was a weird guy. I had long hair. I liked Mankind the Wrestler. That was a real reason. I met Joel on my first day at this new school. He was one of the first people I talked to. And everyone's like, oh, you like WWF? That's cool. Who's your favorite wrestler? And I'm like, Mankind. And they're like, oof. Ooh. Uh, we don't want to hang out with you. Ugh. From that day, that was like all the air left the room. They're like, "Uh, go sit somewhere else. We don't want to talk to you. What? Mankind's great. And like, eat my dick because 20 years later, Mankind is a legendary wrestler and everybody thinks he's awesome. So I'm I'm clearly not still salty about that. Interesting. Uh, This is very interesting. Yeah. Uh, I think it's time that we take a break because in part two, we take breaks cause I have to pee. Uh, when we get back, I have even more things to be salty about. So get ready for that.
Yes. You're listening to Dead Rat Pizza. What the f*** is wrong with you? Oh, damn, we're back. Let's do a shot. Uh, Woo! This is one of my favorite songs. This is the Super Mario Land Overworld theme from the Game Boy game. Yeah, because that's what called they called Super call Mario Land. Mar- wow. Oh, God. I think I'm going to sneeze. That might be a sneeze shot. Oh, man. Super Mario Land is such a weird game. That series in general is really weird, and I think it's because Nintendo is like, fuck the Game Boy. Let's put B-Team on this. Uh, yeah. I mean... It's just so weird. Super Super Mario Land 1, not good. No, it's not very good. It's got a great soundtrack, though. Um... That is one of my favorite Nintendo songs of all time. Like, if I had a top ten, that would be on there. Um, There was a really cool, like, rap song with that. I don't remember. I don't remember who did it, though. Well, I remember. uh, (laughs) I don't know if you've ever heard Brental Floss and. um, That might be it. That's who popped up. Is it? Yeah, because he and somebody else had "What if Super Mario Land had lyrics?" and they have a whole debate about the game singing to that song. Oh, it's green, a... black, and green. Hold this... it in your hand. It's super. Oh, wait, this isn't what I thought it was. No, it's not. But it's better than whatever you thought it was. I promise. Yeah, yeah, this isn't what I thought it was. There was one that I heard that it's like, going to the Mushroom Kingdom, I'm going to save the princess, bitch. I got red red hat, red shirt, suspenders on, but I guess I'm black and white in this shit. It's great. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know who did that, though. I played it a long time ago. The guy's name I'm thinking of, like, Brando? Hold on. I bet if I just Google going to the Mushroom Kingdom... Uh, let's see. Brando Super Mario Land. I got one that just showed up called Mario Rap. That's probably not it. Anyway, I'm not going to sit and uh, Google a bunch of stuff. Oh, wait, I think this might be it. It's called Super Mario Land Original Action Adventure World. Let's see if this will play. It's not playing for some reason. Here we go. Yeah, that's Dwayne and Brando. So that that's what I was that's what I was thinking. Somebody put that on Bandcamp and it's got all the lyrics. So uh, something else that I'm really salty about, Ryan, now that uh, I'm going to get real, real hammered. Uh, do you do you listen to podcasts or do you just uh, participate in them? Uh, I just participate in them. Did you ever listen to podcasts? I guess you listened to Dave and Joel because you brought them up. 
Yeah, I did. I mean, it was very little, but yes. <laughs> How did you get into doing shows if you didn't listen to them? Nam. Ah. Uh, the person who wanted to do turn anime pulp into a podcast in the first place. Oh, yeah, because that was like a blog at first, wasn't it? Yeah. So I listen to a lot of podcasts, not as many as I did uh, in my peak. But I listen to a handful. I listen to Jim and them. I listen to um, this one called Be Scared, which I bring up a lot. I guess I listen to our show because I'm obsessed with my podcast and I want to make sure that it sounds good. That actually might be it. Oh, man, I'm the worst. Let me let me look what? at what I'm subscribed to right now. Uh, um. Oh, I listen to Loveline podcast sometimes. That seems to be, yeah, that seems to be it. H3. I, I, I haven't listened to H3 in a while, though. Uh, I listened to it in Minnesota because I was driving so much. It's hard, like, when you're at home, because podcasts were always my commute thing. Like, I would listen to them on the way to work or on the way to running an errand. Now that I'm just at home, not really listen to pods. So I guess from that perspective, I don't blame you people for not listening to this garbage, but also you should be listening to this garbage. Anyway. So uh, one thing that bigger podcasts do that's really fucking annoying and uh it's it's been driving me more and more crazy as I as I go on they'll put bonus episodes that are just other people's podcast in their feed. What? So a few a few examples. Uh there's an uh, there's a show that I listen to called Scare You to Sleep. Every once in a while, Scare You to Sleep will put a sample of somebody else's podcast in their feed. Be, Why? Sca- Be Scared has done this as well. Be Scared uh, once put a sample of a show called Monstro in their feed. Uh, I was listening to a Jeffrey Epstein podcast. And they they put commercials for other podcasts in their feed. And it's like, it's one thing if you want to say the ad or put an ad in the middle of the show, like I've done that. But if you're going to, if, if my phone is going to alert to me and say, Hey, be scared, just put out a new episode and I go to see it and it's somebody else's fucking podcast. That's going to piss me off. And it does. Uh, yeah. I, I would be mad too. Cause it's not what I signed up for. Well, it just seems like, like an abuse of your listeners. Like, you're subscribed to my show. I'm not going to put somebody else's show in the feed unless they are now part of uh, the network, maybe. Because I've done that yeah. where I said, okay, uh, I'm going to start posting other people's shows on my website. There are other shows that I produce. Uh, Anime Pulse has done that. Uh, Fast Karate will do that. Um, but generally... You know, you'll see it on Instagram too sometimes. Like people will post, like models will cross post. And they'll say, this is my friend, Vanessa. You should go follow her. And it's like, what are you doing? Uh, but it, it, it just like, it seems like it's it's part of the new era of podcasting. And I, I really don't care for it. 
um, because it just it, it alienates the people in your audience. Like I came here because I I want your content, not some guy that gave you fifty dollars to put their episode in your feed. And uh, I I see it a lot with newer shows, and it's just it's 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 weird that now. You know what? Twelve, fifteen years after podcasting, uh, I don't know when podcasting really started, but for me, it was twelve years ago. That's when I started doing my show, and I know that it existed before that. So I'm going to say fifteen, fifteen years. <clears throat> it's just that all these people are suddenly flocking to podcasting like it's this new medium, <laughs> and it's just it's weird because people like us are getting left in the dust now. By all of these like celebrities and like really highly produced funded shows. Like the Jeffrey Epstein podcast is very well made and they have access to interviews that we would never get access to because they're paying everybody and, um, you know, they have access to archives that normal people don't have. Fuckers. And, you know, they're getting, you know, hotshot reporters to do the narration and they have script writers and all that kind of stuff. And, um, what? it just, it's, it's, it just seems weird. Cause it's like, that's not what I got into this for. Uh, you know, like I got into this from listening to anime podcasts that didn't know what the fuck they were doing. They didn't know how to set up their microphone, but we all wanted to talk about Dragon Ball and that's fun. Yeah. I just like, I, I don't, you know, I just wonder like, is there a place for us anymore? You know, because if if everybody's being taught that podcasts are supposed to be made by like the mainstream sources, why would they listen to Dead Rat Pizza? Well, you know, is that what they're learning though? I don't know. I think it is. A lot of people are coming into into podcasts because they're like, "Oh, the guy from uh, Anchorman has a podcast in character. That's cool. This is what podcasts what? are." Uh, that's real <laughs> i mean okay but i mean if you tell somebody that you have a podcast th- wouldn't they just assume then that it is that i'm anchorman the, that or you're part of this cultural elite that produces, <laughs> cultural elite yeah yeah you know fair point fair point we are better than them I mean, just because you're making a podcast and you're not necessarily tied to somebody uh, immediately famous, they don't know that that doesn't make you a big deal. Maybe they're thinking that in order to have a podcast, you must first be a big deal, and they didn't know about you prior. Ooh, so now I'm a big deal. Yeah, I don't. You know, I don't care that people don't listen in in large flocks. It's more that I just I'm annoyed that like iTunes and Spotify are oversaturated by rich assholes. You know, just a bunch of fucking comedians and like has been actors and talk show hosts that what we've learned during this pandemic is they're all useless without writers. You know, I tried to watch Jimmy Fallon do his show from his basement and it's embarrassing. Wow, really? Oh yeah. And like all these reporters are trying to do live streams from their houses 
and they look bad. They sound bad. They've got shit going on in the background. Like one guy was doing the fucking weather and his cat's in the background licking his balls. You know, like. Uh, now, was the cat licking its balls? Its own balls. Or, okay. You know, it's just like. It, it's. I don't know. I, I've I've always been salty about anything that isn't podcasting from my era. And that's just how it's going to be because I'm a grumpy old man. Um, set me on fire. Come spank me, daddy. Uh, what else is ridiculous about the internet? Uh, do you hear that um, Toei got its own YouTube channel banned because it flagged itself? Um, I didn't hear that about Toei, but no, I'm pretty sure I've heard that about other companies eating themselves inadvertently. So I guess, I don't know all the details, but I guess Toei was making available a bunch of uh, Sentai shows. But because of the way that the YouTube copyright algorithm works, their videos were flagged into oblivion and they lost their own channel because of themselves. Yeah, makes sense. Those are some of the ones like a lot of I've I've noticed that a lot of stuff you post on YouTube you will only get like it might monetize your video, which I think is gross. Like if I post a video where we're using a Kesha song and I choose not to monetize that video, it might automatically have ads put on it. So then Kesha makes money every time somebody watches my video. But some some of these people say, no, I just want that video taken down. Drake is one of those people. If you put a Drake song in your video, your video's gone. Rip. Unless you take the song out. You can choose to mute the sections that involve Drake, which is what I did. Because I played Drake at the end of a podcast, like one time, and I posted that video on YouTube. And I just decided to mute the Drake part because suck my dick, Drake. Uh, what was that one thing he has? That one song that got really popular recently. Well, not it's not Reese anymore, but still, it's like the telephone one. <laughs> he used to call me on the telephone, <laughs> something like that. That's Hotline Bling. Oh uh, yeah, and that's the song that that song I played at the end of a podcast. And it got my video uh, blocked worldwide. Well, interesting. Yeah. Um, you know, I got this weird scratch on my arm. Oh. <laughs> I know, it's really exciting twists and turns we're taking here on Dead Rat Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and you thought you were running out of things to talk about. Oh, man. No, I've still got plenty. Uh, this is on the outline. The, the it's on your arm? No, it's this weird scratch on my arm. I noticed it the other day, and I thought about it like, you know, a scratch, like it's scabbed over. So I've I've had this for a while, long enough for it to scab over, but I've also been inside for a pretty significant amount of time. Yes. And I, I was trying to think, like, how how did I get this scratch if I'm not going outside and I'm not doing anything but sitting on the computer and jerking off all day. You, you is, wiping down your keyboard there, bro? Is this dick burn? 
Um, on what part of your hand or body is this? This is near my elbow on my forearm. And it's like, <laughs> it almost looks like I got scratched by a, like a cat. Cause it's multiple tiny scabs. Kind of looks like Braille almost. You know what? It's the fucking Da Vinci Code. <laughs> the Da Vinci Code's on my arm. <laughs> yes. I just, I noticed it the other day and I was like, this is alarming. <laughs> How did this happen? Shit, man. I'm not, I'm not, not fucking, not, I'm not a doctor, man. Yeah, that's probably good. You know who else isn't a doctor? My idiot friend. Oh, I was going to say Phil. <laughs> Phil might also not be a doctor. Neither is Dr. Drew. That son of a bitch, I trusted you. He went on national news like a couple weeks before the virus got crazy, and he's like, everybody needs to chill the fuck out. This is just a cold. And I was like, I trust you, Dr. Drew, because I grew nice. up listening to you. Not he wise. <laughs> did not... <laughs> I've heard that now he's like going after anybody that posts that clip. You son well, of a maybe bitch. Maybe he should just own up to what he did instead of that. Well, he said in the video, he said that all the media is overhyping this and they're scaring people until I hear the Surgeon General say it's a problem. It's not a fucking problem. And uh, he, that didn't work out so well for him. I mean, I will agree that the news and media will generally try to whip people into a frenzy and oh, panic. Yeah. But I mean, they're only is, reporting on deaths. Yeah, no, they rarely ever, ever mention people who get past it. Well, and they, they never, the headlines in a lot of this stuff is so problematic. And it's because they know that people only read headlines. Uh, or just the stuff that they choose not to report on because of whoever's funding their thing. I don't want to turn this into conspiracy theory political time. I'm not, <laughs> okay. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. But about two, two or three weeks ago, there was uh, the resurfacing of uh, some sexual assault allegations against Joe Biden. Now, yep, these, these have come up over the years. Uh, apparently, this happened in 92 or 93. I don't know all of the details, but this has been a, this is a woman that's had a consistent story for a long time. And the media refused to report on it. And even Alyssa Milano, who was like the champion of the Me Too movement, openly on Twitter is like, nah, that one doesn't count. Um, but... What's fascinating to me about this, and I don't care what your political belief is, audience, because we're here to talk about dick jokes. Uh -huh. My problem with that was the hypocrisy of the media, because when Al Franken got accused of sexual assault, he was bullied into resigning. But now, now we're like, oh, but this time it doesn't count. Come on, man. Seriously. It's, it's just, it's, it's, it's. I was outrageous watching that go down. Um, and, uh, you know, it's the same people that uh, when similar allegations came out against Trump, they tried to use that to get him, you know, to lose the election, to get impeached, etc. 
but they don't want to use it on their own candidate. And that, it was just like, it, it's, it makes me feel gross that what I considered my political party is just like really, really fucking hypocritical. Yes, this is why I hate politics. Yeah, I'm not a big fan either. Um, that's as deep as it into it as I'm going to get. Um, you know, everybody's going to vote for who they're going to vote for. Nobody gives a fuck who I'm going to vote for. So I'm not going to sit and preach to you. But, uh, I mean, if you listen to this podcast, you know where I stand. I was a Bernie guy and Bernie dropped out today. So yeah, sucks, but dude, I mean, it is, it is what it is. Um, I'm more, I'm more upset with how it was being handled. Cause like, it was looking like he wasn't going to win and that's, you know, that's life. Uh, but that they were openly encouraging people go vote in the middle of also telling us not to go outside is yeah, that's super really fucked up. up. <laughs> and like four, it was four or five states held elections in the middle of the pandemic. And like Not a lot cool. of people in Florida got sick because of that. So, uh, you know, the world's on fire. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, that's a smash mouth lyric. Hey yeah. now, you're an all-star. You're an all-star. Get, get your, your game, game on. on. Get, get Corona. Get Corona. Yeah. That's about it, man. Um, you know, anyway, so what I was going to talk about is my, my stupid friend. I hope she doesn't listen to this show. I don't think she does. And I guess if, if you do, honestly, I hope that you're okay. But watching the progression of your Facebook feed go in this way makes me feel a little less bad that you got hurt. So about a week and a half ago, a week ago, a friend of mine posted, hey, I think I might have the virus. I'm starting to show symptoms. And everyone's like, oh, my God, you know, stay inside. I hope you're okay. You know, please keep us updated. Uh, I've had a few friends. I have one that's like really, really sick, but he seems to be doing okay. He's a younger guy. Uh, he said that I haven't checked in on him in a while, but within the last few days, he was starting to show improvement. So my another friend says that she's starting to experience experience, experience symptoms. And then a couple days later, I read that she dislocated her hip when she was walking around outside. Uh, ow. Like she fell down the stairs or something and it was so bad that she had to go to the hospital. And I'm sitting here like, you just told me you got the virus. Now you're going outside during your quarantine. What the fuck is wrong with you? Well, what were the circumstances of her having to walk around out there? Anyway? I don't know what the circumstances are, but it's like you can't sit here and go on all these rants about people staying inside and how you're sick now and then going outside when you're sick. Like that's that's what's causing this. You know how many people walk past my window while coughing? It's unbelievable how many people don't give a fuck right now. Oh, I didn't know that was happening. The mortality rate of the people that walk up and down my block has just got to be like in the fucking graveyard. I don't know what that means. I don't know what it means either. It sounds threatening, though. It's very bad. Um, you know, I've gone out 
I've been outside two times since this has started. One was to get a delivery. Uh, it was a booze delivery because I chose not to go to the liquor store. And one was to go grocery shopping because I ran out of groceries. You know, there's a lot of people that just aren't taking this seriously. I look outside my window. There's still people going to get sandwiches at fucking three in the morning. There's one guy that just sits outside on our block and blows a rap air horn all night. I kind of respect that guy. Yeah, I go outside every day. Um, you know, there's people hollering and fighting outside of my window. Like, what are you doing? You're all going to get sick. I'm going to be inside and I'm going to collect all your stuff when you, when you die. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'm going to find your apartment and I'm going to steal your TVs. Cool. So prepare for that. I'm going to break into your apartment. Uh <laughs> Uh, speaking of people, stuff getting stolen, I remembered a story from when I lived alone, not alone, lived on my own for the first time. I had this apartment. It was a few blocks away from my mom's house. I lived with like nine other guys. I think I've talked about that before. My roommate was watching a movie called Can't Hardly Wait, and the characters are stuck in the bathroom. And I thought to myself, that sure is odd that they're stuck in the bathroom, because when I, when I lived in this apartment... With all these guys, they would just push the door down when I was at work to use my computer. Why? Because I was the only one with a computer. Did you, like, lock it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I locked my door. And the way that I found this out, I was dating this woman named Brittany. Uh, Brittany was, uh, we didn't, I don't know, we weren't a good relationship. She yelled at me a lot which is common theme in my life. Um, but we didn't get along very well, and uh, that is why we eventually broke up. But she called me one day. Maybe she texted me, and she said, Hey, I cleaned your room today. I wanted to do something nice for you. And I thought to myself, My door is locked. How did you do that? <laughs> How did you get into my room? Uh, she she was good friends with one of my roommates. That's so she was over a lot, even though I wasn't always there. That's how I met her. Uh-huh. Um, I said, "How did you get into my room? My door is locked when I'm at work." And she said, "Oh, I thought you knew that if you just kind of bump up against the door, it will open." Andrew showed me this. Because he goes in there when you're at work to use your computer. How did how did he keep that from you anyway? Like if somebody used my computer, I think I would find out. I I, I don't know. I I had a guest account on it. Maybe he was using that. That must have been what it was. I've had to like I just don't trust people in general because of the number of times people have betrayed me uh, over simple levels of trust. I had a friend in college who I would let use my laptop because he didn't have one. And then one day I found out that he had downloaded like 10 gigabytes of cat pictures. Oh, okay. Cause I was like, man, my computer's really slow. What's going on. And so I looked at the hard drive allocation stuff and I'm like, man, the guest account is using a lot of space. <laughs> What's going on. <laughs> 
and there was like 10 gigabytes of cat photos. And I was like, Colton, what the fuck is your problem? You just ruined it for everybody. Now nobody gets to use my computer. Fucking moron. What are you doing? <laughs> Why did he download the cat pictures? I just, I don't know if he was doing it because he thought he was funny or like he just wanted to have a meme compilation always ready at his dick tips. Is this back at the birth of I can has cheeseburger? I just, it was, uh, this was like 2011, 2012, maybe 2013. And it was, just like a whole folder of like high res cat photos. Where did you even get those? The internet, dude. I guess. Just for fuck's sake, man. And so yeah, I found out Andrew was breaking into my room every day to use my computer. It's very annoying. Uh, I ended up finally testing out the break into the room thing. <laughs> and I, and I, the first time I do it, I broke the door. Wow. <laughs> well, it's not like it was serving you any purposes anyway. No, I broke the, um, what do you call it? The, the thing that hinge. it connects to? Yeah, the hinge. No, is hinge the right word? The part where the latch goes in? Uh, the, um, the siding came off the wall so i kind of andrew was such a shitty guy that's the guy in one of my stories i said that he he once a woman offered to give him a blowjob in in exchange for a bottle of cheap whiskey yeah what i mean when i say that ryan i know you don't listen to this podcast is not that he gave her a bottle of whiskey. It's that she offered him a bottle of whiskey so she could suck his dick. <laughs> Why? <laughs> uh, is this dick that good? No, no. I think she was just really horny and nobody wanted to mess up. She was not conventionally attractive, we'll say. All right. And uh, she was very horny for cum, as uh, you might be sometimes in your life. And Well, I mean, I can't remember if it was the last week episode or one before that, but sometimes, if I recall, you've just got to drink a load. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was the Loveline story? Yes. <laughs> Look, I'm not gay or anything, but I really like the taste <laughs> of cum. Yes. <laughs> well, where do you think cum comes from? Good point. So, uh, yeah, that was Andrew. Have you seen cats? No. Neither have I. But apparently this has come out. I apologize, everybody. This is from the Daily Beast, which I think might be owned by Ben Shapiro. But the headline is worth it. Editing the buttholes out of cats was a total nightmare for the VFX crew. This is the cat's butthole cut. And that is the point where I click leave. There is apparently a version of the movie that is laden with buttholes. Yeah, I mean, I know there's a version. I know there was a version of the movie that the reviewers got a copy of where it was like 
next level terrible quality. That was probably just the, it, <laughs> that was probably the director's cut. It's probably still like actually terrible. Uh, no, I yeah, I did hear about that. That cats originally when it got sent to theaters, <laughs> they sent out an unversion, un unversion, unfinished version. And uh, one of my favorite tweets was somebody screaming at Universal and it said, release the cat Snyder cut, you fucking cowards. Is that the one (laughs) that they didn't intend for us to see? Uh, It's not the butthole cut, but it's, it's the unfinished CGI cut that accidentally went to theaters. And yeah, then they, then they I got wanna, patched. I want to see that too. <laughs> I uh, want to know. This, this this article I chose not to read until now. It says it's not often that an interview begins with the words tell me about the buttholes. <laughs> yeah. Ask any cats fan, which there are not many. However, and they'll regale with you the tale of the $100 million losing Hollywood Disaster Pieces exclusive butthole cut. I didn't know that movie lost $100 million, but like, who thought that movie was going to make money? Um, well. I guess Universal and the director and Taylor Swift. She was in it. Oh, wow. I think. The Roots of Cats muddled visual effects, it turns out, might have been more than a few Time Crunch production. More than just Time Crunch production. Director uh, Tom Hooper, as sources allege, I can't read right now, as sources allege, had no idea what an animated production entails, and he made life hell for the visual effects artists struggling until the bitter end to figure out what he wanted. Oh, you know, that's actually a big fucking problem if the people on set didn't know what needed to be done, that makes so much extra work for the visual effects team. Cats was already halfway complete when the buttholes first started to show themselves. Yeah. They're like, hey, man, look, you didn't say anything about no assholes, so... A source who worked on the film's visual effects recalled in a recent interview, when we were looking at playback, we were like, what the hell? Do you guys see that? We paused it. We went to call our supervisor and we're like, there's a fucking asshole in it. That's a butthole. It wasn't prominent, but you could see it. And you were just like, what the hell? There's a fucking butthole in there. It wasn't in your face. But at the same time, if you were looking, you'd see it. God, I hope they have a picture of this butthole. The, the rogue anuses, we should probably note, were not part of any concentrated artistic vision. <laughs> there was nobody that said, we want buttholes. It was just one of those things that <laughs> happened to slip through. And one unfortunate soul was hired to squeegee them out. The, uh... Let's see. Skipping ahead a little bit. Twitter user uh, McCray, who said he worked on the film, called uh, the jokes out. Oh, this is just talking about how hard it was to work on it. We'll skip ahead a little more. We need to find more stuff about buttholes. Because that's what we're all here for. 
Um, oh, they're not gonna. They don't have any pictures of the butthole cut. That's too Thank bad. You. Oh no, I'm so sad. I just did. You hear about the city that accidentally played the purge siren for curfew? Like from the movie, yeah. the Purge. There's, there's <laughs> some city. I don't know which city it is. They have a curfew for everybody, and they have an alarm that they play, and they accidentally played the purge siren. That seems awfully specific to be a quote-unquote accident. Well, you know, it was somebody that works there that thought it'd be funny. Their boss was probably like, can you find us a siren sound effect to play? They'd probably turn that in. But also, like, how do you just not have sirens? maybe that's maybe i'm out of my mind in minnesota it's like the first wednesday of every month or something maybe it's the first tuesday they test the tornado siren out so like every every first wednesday just like it's for like 20 minutes goes on for 20 minutes Maybe, maybe it's 10 but Uh, Rosa said the director refused to use motion capture suits or green screen suits and the VFX people had a bad time. <laughs> Is that what happened? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm going to take Rosa's word for it. That's, that's so crazy. Directors should not be trusted to do anything. No, like, what the fuck? Dude, how how are you even gonna put that into the movie without that? Well, oh my god! I mean, you now can. I, there's crazy things you can do with CG, but if you don't do yeah, the right, how do you act off of that? You know what I mean? If you don't use the right uh, things, it takes a lot. Like you can totally paint a boom pole out of a out of a shot. Yeah, you know, I have seen it. It's hard to do if you don't know how to do it right, though. Because, like, if it's just at the top of the frame and I bump in for half a second, easy. Um, But if I'm full in frame and I'm casting shadows, it can be done, but it's hard and expensive. Just like my cock. (laughs) Ah, JP. Hey, penis. Wild. Uh, I'm going to skim my outline. I think we're getting to the end. Uh, I have one called Podcaster Ruining the Music Industry, but I haven't read the article yet. Well, let's face it. It's true. Well, you know, uh, there was a guy that tried to invent a thing to prevent people from touching their face, but he accidentally shoved a bunch of magnets up his nose in the process. Oh, uh, yeah. I hate when I do that, when I'm, like, trying to eat breakfast, and instead I have erasers in my nose. I think what he was trying to do is create, a uh, like, a magnet but, thing that, you know, like, the force of a magnet, if they're, like, reverse polarity or whatever. Or maybe it's the same polarity. I'd, how the fuck do well, magnets Well, I mean, work? opposites attract, my dude. Just remember that. Fucking magnets. How do they work? Um, I'll have to call you know, ICP. Uh, so I think he was trying to make something like that, but it ended up forcing the magnet up his nose. (laughs) And Uh, then, yeah, if they repel, they're going to, um, 
repel each other, and one force will not <laughs> tell why and remain stationary. So he tried to get the magnet out by using another magnet, and what ended oh, no, up happening? Stop. No, another magnet got stuck in there. Did he try to pull with this one? That's what he should have done. I think, yeah. Well, I'm guessing the magnet in his nose pulled it out of his hand. Oh, my God. Are you telling me? But that would require an insane level of... Oh, my God. This I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> have you heard that people think the coronavirus is caused by 5G? Yes. <laughs> I found a really long conspiracy theory podcast about it. I'm sick of these people. <laughs> oh, there's also, um, uh, this might be uh, of benefit to you. I found a dating website that is specifically for men with small penises. Well, see, JP, that's haha funny, but... As you might recall earlier, I said I have a seven foot long dong. So, oh, yeah, that's a good thanks, point. but no thanks. Yeah. Uh, let I me... appreciate you looking out for me, though. Thanks, bud. What is this called? It's called. Oh, Jesus. Um, Ryan, if you were going to start a, a dating site for small dongs, what would you call it? Um, let's see. No long slong. No long slong. Okay. There's a lot of words in that. Yeah, but we, we call it NLS. NLS. That's Is that a disease? <laughs> It'll sound like one. <laughs> uh, let's see. What would I call it? There's all these There's all these dating websites. There's Grindr. There's Tinder. There's Bumble. There's Coffee Meets Bagel. There's okay Cupid. Uh match.com. Match.com? I'm trying to think of a pun that is uh already related to one of these websites and I'm having trouble. Yeah, I mean you gotta sit there and think. This is the kind of thing you just pull out of your ass. Uh, yeah, because it's so small it won't go in there. Exactly. Hey, it's called Dinky hey. One. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> David Minns, Dinky One's founder, says he created the site to ease the pressure off men who've been left feeling inadequate because of their slong size. The pressure on all genders to conform to ideals set by TV, film, and even porn. What TV shows like Big Dicks Only? Um, I don't know. Have you ever seen Everybody Loves Raymond? Definitely. <laughs> Definitely Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, I, I tell you what, it's not his personality. Some men are big, some are average, some are below average. Dinky One lets smaller men date people outside of their circle of friends with the safety that everyone using this site is fully aware. That your penis might be disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Do you gotta pass a process? To prove that like, you have a small penis? Yeah. Or they like, yeah, nobody would be sad enough to apply for this website and have uh, Ryan size uh, packages. Sure. The uh, uh, they don't link to the website. Guess you gotta put it in. 
Just type it. Oh, God. Go. Do you remember when Facebook would tell everybody every time you did something? Uh, vaguely. You, you know, like if you downloaded an app, it's like, Ryan just downloaded the butt sex app. Do you want to download it too? And it's like, fuck, man. I think during when that phase was the most rampant was when I started to stop use Facebook. Rosa said 5G is bad for you. I mean, if wackos set the mass on fire, a lot of toxic fumes will be released. I think that's true for everything, Rosa. If I set my garbage can on fire, you bet your ass the fumes could kill you. Um, the garbage can, bro. Maybe 5G is coming to kill us, but I feel like I would have already gotten the Rona because I have 5G in my apartment. What the hell... So how do these radio waves... I don't know, Ryan. Don't you dare. <laughs> how do you, do you think I'm going to be able to answer that? I just... Uh, whatever. Um, so let's, let's see if I can find you know what? dinky one. The Black Plague. Was that caused by 5G2? Yeah. Yeah, it was. I knew it. Small penis dating website, Dinky One, aims to combat size pressure. Do I have to input this website myself, JP? I don't know. I'm trying to find if they have like an ad or something. I found a Facebook ad. Now everybody's going to know I have a small penis. Oh, their intro is obnoxious. They're hanging out in a record store. Yeah, we don't need to compensate because we're just proud of our small cocks. Man pulls up in the Ferrari. In today's wacky world, there really is something for everyone, including men with small penises. Yeah, that's right, men with small penises. This story is for you. Yeah, that's right. I'm being paid <laughs> a is a new good amount of money to say these words. To help men with dinky penises find love. Founder David Nunn the New York Post, oh, Dinky no. One was created to help guys who are smaller than average. Smaller guys can use the site privately and date outside of their usual network. Everyone understands the situation in advance, allowing couples to focus on getting to know each other and dating. In other words... So, don't you just hate when you're on a date and all she can think about is how big your dick is? Yeah, and I'm like, I, I told you, ma'am, that, you know... Seven feet. <laughs> I don't have legs. Just like... <laughs> Dinky One is the first dating website to let you focus on what matters, your shared interests. Thank you, Dinky One. Yeah. I mean, okay. I get it. I get it. You're all right, Dinky the Man. The women already know you have a small penis, and they're fine with it. You don't have to stress out <laughs> while you're dating, thinking to yourself, wow, this is going really great, but how do I get intimate with her? She's going to find out I have a small peen and want to end it. That anxiety goes away, according to Min, <laughs> because she already knows that you have a small peen. And okay, <laughs> is there like a like a meter for like how small like like how how small we going here, boys? You got a three incher, two incher. Oh God, one. Uh, haven't seen it. Don't know if it's actually there. I I wonder if there's guys that go on there. There was an episode of the Eminem show. The Slim Shady show, I mean, where they purposely put a, they went to go, what are the, what's the word? Like, Dr. Dre told Eminem, Marshall Mathers, 
that he should intentionally go on a date with the ugliest profile picture he could find because it was actually going to be a really attractive woman who put the ugly picture up so you could love her for who she is before you meet her. So what if there's guys with really fat cocks that go on Dinky One to try to find women that won't love them for their fat cocks? Yeah, but the thing about the the women thing and the profile picture is that we'd have to assume that your profile picture is a small penis. Yeah. Because that's the only way that would work. Like you're 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 gonna advertise something, but then you're gonna be like surprise, and then it's gonna be like, well, actually, I like small penises. Yeah, (laughs) I can imagine most of the intro messages is like, all right, so how small? Yeah. Join men have to have a penis smaller than five point five inches, the global average erect penis length. The site claims there are already more than 27,000 members <laughs> with a ratio of 71% male to 27% female and 2% transgender. And all of those males have small penises than average. <laughs> she is now, loving this. if you're like me, you have one big question. It's obvious why the men join. They are the ones with the small penises and the anxiety <laughs> about that. So the question obvious. is, why the hell are the women joining? Well, the post... <laughs> She's like... <laughs> you know there's probably women with small dick fetish uh well let's oh she interviewed one and she said that she finds sex painful with a man bigger than four inches whoa dinky allows her to make sure she doesn't get someone too big so that she doesn't have to fear being intimate either the post didn't talk to any trans people for the article so no word on why they might join Ooh, ooh, that was really uh, condescending. Yeah. Okay. Jesus Christ. Uh, my my bad, trans listeners. I did not expect her to do that. Uh, ooh, awkward. Anyway, in case you were wondering, no, users do not need to upload pictures of their penises to prove they're small. In fact, the site explicitly bans sharing nude photos on their platform, and it's not uh. available as a mobile app yet. But if they keep growing, maybe one day Dinky One will make it to people's phones. So yeah, in the age of the Not internet, really. there's something for everyone. Whatever you're into, you can find it. Ugh, this is a. She's not a very good host. No. This is from a. What is this website called? Uh, let me scroll back. It is called. The Resident. I don't know who makes The Resident. Uh, Umbrella Corporation. Umbrella Corporation. Uh, okay, well, let me see if I can find Dinky One. Maybe make a Dinky profile. Here we go. It's Okay, so it is real. Uh, uh, let's see. Small penis dating site. It just comes right out. Uh, I wonder how people find this. I guess news articles. Collect those. Collect people with small penises. Like Pokemon. What is the average size penis? Do you think they have dick size on profiles? Like you have to yeah, say. Yeah, that's what I want to know because, like, are there are men separated into like categories of small? Is that what's well, happening? Here? Let's find out, Ryan. 
Let's make a dinky account. Oh, thank God. Uh, what email should I use for this? <laughs> How to use the Whiskey Thursday email? Uh, you uh, dead, use dead rat email. pizza. Huh? Oh. Um, if it still works, there was a website called 10 Minute Email, which makes uh, email that only lasts for 10 minutes and then blows up. Deadratpizza at gmail.com. My gender is. Okay. So, I mean, she was kind of dismissive uh, when she talked about the trans users, but uh, very surprisingly, they actually give a very large drop down for select your gender. Uh, there must be like 30 maybe 25 options here. Uh, some of them I'm not familiar with. Huh? Um, but, uh, okay, well, that's cool. So I'm going to select male. Um, okay. Sexuality. Okay, they give a wide spectrum for sexuality as well. So that's, that's very... Um, uh, progressive current, I guess. I know that OkCupid also opened this up a while ago. Um, they let you select multiple ones. I wonder if this one lets you select multiple. So we're going to say straight. Age. I am 33. I just turned 33. Password. Ooh, the auto password thing that my computer does is not triggering. Um, so. Oh, JP, don't do it. We've seen your cock. It is magnificent. Yeah. I acknowledge. I should probably make a password up. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, small dink. Let's see. I hereby acknowledge that I'm over 18. Please wait. Are you hosting a podcast right now? Confirm your email. Okay. Um, I got to go to my dead rat pizza Gmail account now. I'm going to use 10 man mail. That's fine. I don't use this email for anything. I, I started the dead rat pizza email account because my, uh, Twitter got, uh, blocked when I made a boomer joke. Um, and so originally the dead rat pizza Twitter account wasn't connected to any email account. And so I had to make an email to connect it to the Twitter. You know, my Nightmare Boat Twitter got blocked. And I don't know why. Because I don't ever post anything on it. I've never posted anything, like, controversial. I, I don't post anything even vaguely raunchy on there. And yet uh, the account got locked. And I can't recover it because... Uh, the, it asks for a phone number, but because I've already used my phone number for multiple other accounts, <laughs> I can't use that to recover the account, which is like, fine. I don't care. I don't use nightmare boat for anything, but it's like, uh, what are we doing? I can't get back to my Morendo Twitter account. So whatever. <laughs> I know. I noticed that I, um, is that for a similar reason? Yeah, because it's the email. Well, see, the thing is, it's attached to an email address to which Google deleted me, my access on, because uh, back on Z+, I was posting unsavory things, I guess. Oh, yeah, I remember this. Time to do a shot, Ryan. Cheers. Cheers!
Ah. I when I was looking for people to add for anime lockdown, I saw Morendo and I was like, oh yeah. He used to not be bro endo. Yeah, I used to be more endo, but now Shake Fist. What what name should I use? I don't want to be my name. Um What was the name of that guy who gave you sit in school? Uh Joel? Yeah, that's your name. I mean I could <laughs> Joel, yeah. Let's go, Joel. Um, are they going to ask for my last name? Oh, they didn't. Messages and email alerts. Sure. Save and continue. I am looking for... Oh, you know, that's interesting. So if you remember, they gave... They gave a lot of options for gender. Right. It was something like 25 options. But when I can choose my looking for, they don't list all of those genders. They only give uh, three options. So how do those people, how do they find connections based, on the small dick website? Is it based on your sexual orientation, maybe? It might be. Um, or maybe they just bunch them all into the third option, which is... I don't know how people feel about that. I'm not really qualified to answer that question. I'm looking for women, though. <clears throat> so let me, it's not letting me select an option. So I'm going to, oh, there we go. Uh, what is my age? I want younger. I'm looking for a casual relationship located in the same city. I am... Oh, this is funny. I'm confident, shy, tall, average height, short, slim, etc. I like that confident is the first one. Because like, Leo, dog, if you're on a website where you're just like, check out my small dick, you're probably pretty fucking confident. <laughs> yes. I am a confident, tall, uh, slim, funny, vegetarian, unemployed. Uh, oh my god, I forgot you were vegetarian. Professional. I I only recently started doing it again. I I stopped for about a year, two years, and then uh New Year's I started again. Okay. So it's only been a couple months. My interests involve uh parties, holidays, music, movies, pets, art, nightlife, cooking. Shopping, gaming, wine. Wine is considered an interest. Coffee, beer, and equestrianism. Horses? <laughs> what? Yeah, something to do with horses, I think. Yeah, I think that is. I think that means you like to fuck horses. I don't think that's... It means... Uh, yeah, yeah, let's go with that. I'm going to pick that one. I guess I should be describing Joel. Eh, doesn't matter. Yeah, who cares? Flirt I mean, message. Joel has a reminder. Uh, rim towards. To rim max. Yeah. Um, my flirt message. Meet amazing new people by sending them flirt messages. It'll automatically be sent to members that match your criteria. Oh, I don't like that. I'm going to skip that option. There's nothing people hate on dating websites more than uh, 
auto messages and like copy yeah, paste messages. Who who wants that, man? You're looking for something real, not fucking nah. Wow. Uh so the website is not very well made, but right out of the gate, uh the people that it's showing me, Ashley is very attractive. I'm gonna click on Ashley's profile. Yeah, and what is her reason for uh small She's dick? Two hundred and thirty seven miles away. Well what's I you gonna say pounds? <laughs> <laughs> What's interesting about this website is it doesn't give you the option to really have a in-depth profile. Like, okay, Cupid, you can actually write out a sentence, multiple sentences about you. This one does not give you that option. So Ashley is looking for a male who is similar age or older. She wants serious friendship or marriage located in the same city, region, or country. She is shy, average height, slash short, funny, intelligent, kind, and a business owner. Uh, she likes holidays, music, art, pets, outdoor, cooking, shopping, travel, cars, coffee, wine, swimming, uh, and ski snowboard. But not equestrianism? But not equestrianism. Yeah, pass. Hard pass. This is so weird. She's online right now. Oh, I got a message from Danielle, who's 18. It's like, hey, boy, how small? And then you're like, oh, don't worry. It's really small. <laughs> yeah, don't don't you fucking worry about it. <laughs> oh, I can't read uh, messages. You have to be a VIP member to read messages. That's the problem with most of these dating websites is you. So, like, there was one, there's one called geek to geek which in theory would be really great. It's made to connect other nerds. But you can't use any of the features if you don't pay for it. You can only look at profiles. Well, that's kind of shitty, dude. So, it's like, okay, so on the off chance I found a profile that I like, I have to pay, like, $35 to message them. There's a lot of things that are uh, uh, against you in that situation because, one, what if they didn't also pay that $35? So they can't read your message or respond to it. But also, what if they're just not interested? Which, more often than not, on a dating website, I can say this from experience, most of the people you message are not going to message you back. That's just how it works. Yeah, Um, I bet. Especially when most of the websites now rely on matching for your message to even go through. It's like, okay, Cupid, you used to be able to message anybody. Now, obviously, they're not going to respond to everybody, but you used to be able to just message people. And then if you said something clever, they might message you back. Whereas now, okay, Cupid only sends your message if it's a mutual match, which is kind of like how Tinder works, but. It just like it 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 now makes it even harder to make a connection with somebody. So I can't talk to you, Danielle eighteen from Brooklyn. I'm sorry. It, <laughs> it, it never asked me how big my penis was. Um. Oh, this is part of a network. So oh no. Well. So they have. Oh, 
which is their mainstream dating. They have sin, which is their fetish dating. Saucy dates, which is their casual dating. Cybersex, which is their erotic chat service. And then they have big one, which is their large penis dating website. This is for men with penises larger than 5.5 inches and for women that love big men. Uh... Now, what's funny about that is that the bar starts at 5.5. But if you're a woman or, you know, somebody that just wants to date people with penises, uh, you're joining that site because you expect them to have very large penises. Um, yeah. But it starts and- at 5.5. You uh, man, don't don't besmirch these people. They're doing their best. They can only work with what they were born with. All right. That's so funny. Although you know, if <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you're the kind of guy to join Big One, you probably got a pretty big dick. There's nobody that's like, oh sweet, I'm five point six. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, JP. What's the name of that website again? Might give it a side. <laughs> Big one. Big one. <laughs> oh man, that's great. Oh, I can just in one click, I can join. Great. I'm gonna get so many dick emails now. <clears throat> I love that I can have an account on the small penis website and the big penis website. <laughs> Yeah, be the exact same person. I mean, I guess that's fair because, like, maybe, maybe I want. Let's say I'm gay, and I want to fuck guys with small dicks, but I also want other people to know I have a big dick. So that's fair. I could be on both sides of that spectrum. I want it to be. It's like DDLG, but with dick size. Oh my god. Okay. Well. Ryan, do you know what DDLG is? Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Could you describe it for the audience? Uh, why me, though? Because I'm doming you right now. <laughs> you know, I was going to make that kind of comparison, too, but... Um, Call me daddy, Ryan. (laughs) Look, see, that's, I don't, the problem is whenever I see anything like that, I I, I see girls who are wearing diapers too. That's fine. No, it's not. I mean, it is, but it's also not. (laughs) Oh, I didn't mention this in the last episode, but in uh, W, what is it called? 2K20. Which is so stupid that we call our sports games just by the date now. When I grew up, we had, all the wrestling games had cool names like War Zone and Attitude and No Mercy. Thanks, Madden. Now every game is just called 2K19, 2K18. Like, fuck off. It also, like, it's not hard to just say 2000. You could just call it WWE 2020. Fuck off. So, uh, oh yeah, I'm sorry, drunk, shot. Uh, in WK, 
whatever it's called. I'm introduced in the ring as John Paul Big Daddy. Because Under the same subtext as being a dom or having girls refer to you as a father figure? Uh, both. Um, you can you can say what the announcer says when you come into the ring. And so when I do that, uh, I wonder if I could just do it right now. I bet I wonder if my microphone would reach because I know that this is really important to everybody, and that they need to hear it. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're really in touch with your audience, Ryan. Yes. Uh, oh God. Uh, I just gotta. I gotta get the controller out. I gotta let uh let the game open up. Who let the dogs out? Oof! 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 oof. Oh, I, I got to turn the TV on, my bad. Wow. Oh, wait, it worked. It did it on its own. Okay, the, the PSN is starting up. The Get PS drunk. Next Generation is what that stands for. No, it's not. You can, you can kind of hear that. Uh, sir, if you believe that I can hear it, then I'll pretend. It's not that loud. Bro, I don't hear anything. Well, the audience might hear it. I wonder if there's a way for me to connect this to the mixer. Probably not. Well, you know, we need to experience this. So it's okay, Ryan. I'm just going to let it wash over you. Thanks, dude. It's like one o'clock and I'm about to blast WWE in my bedroom. Oh, it's not that bad. So uh, I'm going to start a one-on-one -on -one match. I'm going to pick me. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to fight, I don't know, whoever shows up first. Um, My character is the sound man. rat, and I'm fighting Drew McIntyre. That guy's a bitch, and he's about to get wrecked. Go join Dinky One, you stupid cunt. <laughs> Damn. Okay. I'm going to turn the TV up a little louder. <laughs> I'm just going to piss off my neighbors. I don't give a shit. None of us have jobs right now. Oh my god, it's so loud. Okay, here we go. Oh my god. I mean, I heard noise, but I didn't understand the word. Of it. uh, it's because it went over Discord, but it it made the recording. All right. Uh, do you know I got this iPhone cable that hangs down off my bed, and it it it, it uh gives me pain. 
I thought you were going to say sex a little <laughs> It power. gives me sex power. No, this fucking iPhone cable, it's hanging off, and when it touches my arm, it electrocutes me. Oh, Still, all right. Don't put those in your dinky, Ryan. Yeah, I, I think I made this clear earlier. I'm just not a fan of urethra stuff, bro. <laughs> um, what else? Do I have anything else? We've been going on for a long time. I think I've covered almost everything. We talked about the butthole cut. Talked about beer sales going up. Talked about staying inside. Um, yeah, you know what? I think that's a show. That's 1230 now. That seems like a show. Yeah. I mean, I do have a few other things on the outline, but they can wait. The dead rat pizza kid. It's really not that funny. So I'm fine making him wait another week. I got to find, uh, what song should we end with? Um, I'm going to end with a cactus Jack song. Oh, if you, um, that's weird. If you look up, oh, it's because he has a record label called Cactus Jack Records. That's annoying. If you look up Cactus Jack, Travis Scott is the first result. That is kind of, uh, that's not cool. So let me look up Cactus Jack theme song, and that's how we'll get out of here. It's called Whole Lot of Groove. Interesting. Didn't know that. Okay, well, this has been Dead Rat Pizza. I'm surprised any of you hang around. Thank you. I guess numbers say that no one downloads part two, so nobody knows about John Paul Big Daddy. Uh, uh, yeah, cool. Ryan, I guess I'll see you next week. Thank you again, M, for coming out. You are my hero. I guess I'm going to play the wrestling game now. (laughs) Thank you, Rosa, for coming out. And thank you for the cool anime con name. You're a hero. Uh, Goodbye, everybody.